0: I'm Dick Summer, and it's time to say goodnight. This is a quiet place to rest your head. A safe place to hide a hurting heart. A gentle place to fall. We just call this place goodnight. Thank you for dropping in here on my podcast. I really appreciate that. Looks like it's time to admit that I have been four different guys in my lifetime. I have been Dickie, I have been Richard, I have been Dick, and I have been Mr. Summer. And I wonder if eventually I will get to be that fifth guy. My dad's name was also Dick. So when I was very young, I was Dickie, and he was Big Dick. (laughs) When I went to school, I became Richard. When I graduated, I was just Dick. I became Mr. Summer when I had to deal with the folks of the Department of Motor Vehicles and I got a driver's license. And I had to deal with the FAA when I got my pilot's license. I was Mr. Summer to them, too. But so far, I don't think I ever really got to be that fifth guy. Not, not yet, anyway. And you know what? It's time. I've come to the age when I... Choose my cereal for the fiber content, not the included toy, you know? These days, on those few occasions that I go painting the town red, I have to take a pretty good nap before applying the second coat. Lately, some days, it seems that life just tries to suck the jelly out of my donut, especially on Mondays. Monday's a terrible way to spend one-seventh of your life. I like to look at ads on Mondays. Because you can usually find a little something to put a smile on your face in the ads. Here's one. Women's clothing, 50% off. Oh, right. It's a good idea. That'd make things much prettier around here if women's clothing were half off. <laughs> Here's what's going on in my head. I used to do a seminar called the Take Control Patrol. And it was based on my idea that we can control our lives by taking control of our attitudes. Can't always help what happens to us, but we can help what we do about what happens to us. Some people say that's manipulation, and manipulation wears off. I tell those people that lots of things wear off, you know. Taking a bath wears off. So does eating dinner. But they're good things to do anyway. Often, I think it's good to be self-centered in the sense that you take control of your attitude instead of letting society, which is basically other people instead of letting them take control of your attitude, which they do usually by trying to administer a big squirt of guilt. Taking control is like flying. You either do it or you crash. (laughs) Hey, you know what? That fifth guy is beginning to stir inside me. Dicks details, a bunch of totally unimportant stuff for you to stuff in one ear so you can squeeze the important stuff that's been blasting your life out the other ear, and you can, you know, just for a second grab a grin and win. Serious studies by equally serious scientists wearing long white lab coats, you know how they wear them. Those serious scientists have found that chocolate and sex stimulate the same pleasure sites in the brain. (laughs) I have to kind of assume that, you know, strictly for science's sake, some of those serious scientists did the chocolate test and uh, other ones must have removed those long white lab coats for the other tests. You know, where does the sex influence the brain? There are pink dolphins in the Amazon River. I hope for the Interest of continuing the species that there are also blue dolphins with a plentiful supply of chocolate in the Amazon River. If the answer is fly paper, what is the question? If the answer is fly paper, what is the question? You don't know, do you? Of course not. I haven't told you, but I'll tell you in a minute. If the answer is fly paper, what is the question? Sonia Thomas is the competitive eating champ of the world. She won that title by eating 44 Maine lobsters in only 12 minutes. Wow. Leads me to wonder who is the first cave guy who is walking along a beach and he sees a lobster. He brings it home to his cave. And he throws it on the floor and he says to his wife, here, cook this. I don't know where he slept that night, but it wasn't where he usually did. Lobsters have a tough life, you know, but they sometimes get an unexpected break. I mean, think about the sinking of the Titanic. Terrible tragedy for the people on board, but can you imagine how happy it must have made the lobsters in the ship's kitchen when the ship sank, huh? A blue whale's tongue outweighs the average elephant must make them outstanding at French kissing. Snakes have no eyelids and their eyes turn milky white just before they shed their skin. I have no idea what color my eyes would be if I shed my skin. If the answer is fly paper, the question is: what do they use to print a pilot's license? Fly paper. You guys are probably thinking if your flies are made of paper, there are times when they would get torn pretty fast. Forget it, ladies, you'll never understand. Dicks the tails. They take your mind off your mind. Housekeeping here. If you like these podcasts or my book, Staying Happy, Healthy, and Hot, or the spoken word story CDs at dicksummer.com, would you please tell a couple of friends because they might like them too? And of course, you would be doing me a favor. Thank you very much. That fifth guy is stirring around inside me. I used to tell people, You're never beaten until you give up. I used to tell them, Why sit quietly? when you feel like singing. Too many people die with their music trapped inside. So, you know, sing while you still can. Don't worry about taking too big a bite to chew. Take bites that are big enough to be worth chewing very hard while you still have teeth. (laughs) You wouldn't be worried about what people think about you if you knew how seldom they think about you. And Don't be afraid to climb out on a limb, because that's where the fruit usually grows, out on a limb. One of the things that really ticks me off is that we have let the word dreamer become some kind of a negative thing. That's why I wrote this story. If it weren't for dreams, a baby's birth would mean only pain. New Year's Eve would be just another black winter night and we wouldn't even bother to light Christmas. If it weren't for dreams, we'd lose faith in God and Santa Claus and any love that lasts for a very long time. Some dreams drive your eyes and hands and insides, bending your life into shape. Others just toss you around the bed, tying sheets around you and dropping you over mind cliffs, falling for hours without hitting bottom. And there are dreams that just wake you with a smile, Somehow, the word dreamer has become an accusation. But what's wrong with grown-ups walking together through lawn sprinkler puddles on a summer night, leaving wet footprint designs in the warm cement, or walking on railings, or staying up all night just to see the dawn? We've been legend tellers since we picked those two dandelions that were separated by popsicle sticks and beer cans and bare spots in the park. Cinderella and Rumpelstiltskin have nothing on our story. We turned those dandelions into two enchanted lovers and reunited them forever in a jelly glass on your dresser. Dreamers and dandelions and legend-tellers reach for the moon with Earth in our hands. We're incense and candle people, moonlight skinny dippers, seashell and magic rock collectors. We're sunshine lovers, piano plunkers and window shoppers revolutionaries, and flyers of yellow kites, until we meet someone who recognizes our own special dream, and then we become lovers. If it weren't for dreams, you and I couldn't see clearly enough to trace the footprints on the face of the moon, or watch planets twinkle on and off as they pass between the mountains on her rim. If it weren't for dreams, you and I couldn't touch carefully enough to warm and hold and then soften and harden and thrust and grasp the way we make love. We flow together, boiling in the same water magic that glistens darkly inside the planet, drifting in thin air, glittering the earth with snowflakes and crushing the edges of continents. Dreams are best when dreamers come in two, but how could couples learn being one if it weren't for dreams? Whenever you have a dream, you have something, and whenever you have something, you are somebody. So don't ignore your dreams, and never, never, never give them up, never. If It Weren't For Dreams. It's from my Love & Touch Spoken Word Story CD. If you like it, you can just keep this podcast. Or if you'd like a fresh copy, just send me your email address, and I will be delighted to send you a free, no-strings-attached download. Now, why would I do that when I'd like to sell you a CD? It's just ego, I guess. I simply like the fact that you like a story that I wrote and recorded, okay? Okay. My email is Dick at com. What's yours? I am definitely feeling that fifth guy stirring around right now. He wants to tell you, take courage, even if you don't really feel it. If you don't really feel it, pretend you do, because people can't tell the difference. And pretty soon, you won't be able to feel the difference either. Seems you either make dust or you eat dust. And... How far you fall is not as important as how high you bounce back. You know, even a turtle makes progress. But he only makes progress when he sticks his neck out. And I like to tell people forgive and forget, because, you know, sour grapes make lousy wine. That fifth guy is beginning to break through, you know? First I was Dickie. Then I became the second guy. He was Richard. The third guy was just Dick. Fourth was Mr. Summer. I can honestly tell you that, that that fifth guy is beginning to come out. It's a little bit like being born again, I guess. That fifth guy is Dick, too, but not a little Dickie, not Richard, not just Dick, and certainly not Mr. Summer. He feels a lot bigger and smarter than any of those. He feels big and strong and smart, like my dad. When I was little Dickie, he was called Big Dick. He was big and strong and smart, he's gone now. So technically speaking, you know, I could call myself Big Dick. But when I told my lady wonder wench that I was going to call myself Big Dick, she just laughed. Oh. Good night.